My name is Jay O. I am the author of Maximize Your Medicare. This is the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. The 2017 edition is available online and in retailers everywhere. You can see more information at www.maximizeyourmedicare.com. Today's podcast, all previous podcasts, all future podcasts, they are not financial advice. They are not the offering of any financial instrument, including but not limited to insurance. I am not affiliated with any governmental agency, including the Department of Health and Human Services, the CMS, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services. The opinions stated on this podcast are mine and mine alone. Be sure to sign up for the free Maximize Your Medicare newsletter and like the page on Facebook. We begin in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. I am Jay. This is the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. So the Affordable Care Act has taken the back seat here. I'm going to make the following comment about the podcast, Maximize Your Medicare, and GH2 Benefits, my firm. I am the child of an immigrant family. I was born in the United States. I'm a naturally born citizen of the United States. The idea that we would identify persons by their nation of origin and restrict their entry into the United States with that as the criteria is against everything that I could possibly stand for. You know, we wrote Maximize Your Medicare without partisanship in mind. And the reason I chose Medicare was quite intentional. It wasn't random. The number of topics on financial matters that I could have written a book is much wider than just simply Medicare. The reason I chose Medicare is it doesn't discriminate. It doesn't choose rich or poor. It doesn't choose healthy or sick. It doesn't choose your skin color. It doesn't choose your religion The same rules apply to everyone. That's the beauty of the program to begin with. For now, I'll stop my comments about that particular topic. So today I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I don't know why. Maybe I got too little sleep. Maybe I got too much sleep. That depends on what you think four hours or five hours a night qualifies as, too much or too little. I get a lot of my updates on what is going on in the world, and I get updates about articles that are published throughout the internet from a variety of different sources. A very good source of information comes from Kaiser Health News. You can check it out online. K-I-S-E-R is how you spell the first word, Kaiser. So anyway, the article said that that hospitals were concerned about the repeal of the Affordable Care Act because of the fact that innovations would be curtailed. I said, okay, I'm interested in the article, enough at the title of the article to take a look at it, so I read it. And what I found was not really that surprising to me, but maybe surprising to you, and that's the point of having the podcast about this particular topic. The article actually 
didn't say what the title suggested that it was say because the concern over inner loss of innovations in hospitals was actually the secondary problem as the article the actual article stated which is the actual article said hospitals are concerned with financial losses due to loss of insured or what I should correctly say is that hospitals are concerned about losses due to the fact that there are going to be more patients at hospitals who have no health insurance, meaning that hospitals would not get their bills paid. Of course, they're concerned about this. Let's be very clear. The loser here to a repeal or replace of the Affordable Care Act, if that means that the number of persons with insurance declines, if the number of people declines within health insurance, the biggest loser is the hospital, period. To most people, this should be self-evident. So the fact that the hospitals are concerned should not be a particular worry. Or what I should say is that the statement that hospitals are worried about more losses is not that surprising. But the article's title didn't state that the hospitals are worried about losses. It stated the title of the article was that hospitals are concerned about loss of innovation. So let's just take a look at that. So that was the second point of the article, which was not the main point of the article. Let's be clear. So the second point of the article is that hospitals would lose their ability to innovate. And by being innovative, What they're really talking about are these kind of ideas of bundled payments. And bundled payments, the way it works, is that instead of paying the doctor and the x-ray clinic and the hospital and all of the different parties on a one-off basis, kind of like you choose from a menu and pay a separate price for each item in the menu, these types of innovations are built so that you pay a particular set of money, just a one price, the buffet price, if you will. And then the question becomes, and the second concern from the article is that hospitals are worried, quote unquote worried, that they will lose, or hospitals are worried that the innovations will be curtailed if there is no such thing as the Affordable Care Act. You know, That's also very interesting because who, in fact, do you think is in control of those innovations? Well, the ones that are in control of the innovations are not surprisingly who? The hospitals. So in GH2 Unfiltered, I go through what a problem is called, and it's a problem from economic studies. It's called Divide the Dollar. I may have mentioned on a previous podcast. I think I have. Anyway, divide the dollar is when you can't get multiple parties to agree to accept what they believe should be their quote-unquote fair share and make the entire system work. Well, under these bundled payment programs, the reason that it could possibly work is because they're putting the hospitals in control of dividing the dollar. Now, before someone misinterprets my statements, I said that the idea of bundled payments could work. That does not mean 
that I think it that it will work. There are too many moving parts in here, and no one said that the other parties will agree, and most notably, the ones who may not agree are the doctors. That remains to be seen. I don't think it's particularly controversial. Let's say you're a patient, a surgical patient. The person I need on board with the program is the guy holding the knife. So instead, what this article could have said, should have said, is that hospitals are control and worried about losing control. They're not worried about losing innovation. In other words, I promise you that this article would read very differently if the ones in control of these innovations were the primary care physician group and they were the ones in control of dividing the dollar. I'm pretty sure that hospitals wouldn't be nearly as concerned. So none of this stuff should really particularly be that interesting because or that controversial in the sense that what you have is the hospitals just representing their position because that's their perspective, which is, of course, what I'm going to be writing Medicare Mayhem about, which is basically that there is a principle called Miles Law from political science. And the way to summarize Miles Law is quite simple, which is that where you stand depends on where you sit. Now, you could say to me, Jay, you know, this is a very uninteresting podcast. Why in the world are you talking about this little opaque, peculiar little article in some obscure website? That isn't really the point. The point of this is that, number one, that particular source is highly qualified. I think that many people can agree that it is often the case that that particular news source or that particular information source is the source of substantial studies around healthcare cost, healthcare finance, healthcare innovations, studies on social programs, whether that be Medicaid, Medicare, the Affordable Care Act. It is the source of original study. There's no question about that. And so I don't want to be sitting here on this podcast saying that Kaiser Health News Kaiser Health and that particular organization is by itself a problem. The problem is that when articles like this come out is not only are they pulled out of context and that the title is not in fact what the actual article says, but the problem is that the everyday person is reading the hot take and not reading the full set of information inside the article. And third, that the article is biased because no one has thought through critically as I'm picking apart these little details here in this 15 minutes. It just goes to show you that it is very difficult. It's very difficult to tell truth from untruth, bias from unbiased. It's why I state when I'm speaking in public that, look, I'm giving you this information without a political, philosophical, financial, vocational, religious bias. Instead, you have to correctly pierce through the information, the fragments of information, and that is very difficult. 
here is a perfect example right here in one single article of how difficult it can be. Let's leave it there for today. Keep reading the Maximize Your Medicare newsletter. It's free. You can subscribe by going to the website for the book, www.maximizeyourmedicare.com. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or everywhere that podcasts can be listened to for free. Till next time.